Showing up for you is a space we want to use to talk about things that might not have been discussed in your household, your upbringing, or everyday surroundings. I'm Sean, and I'm here with my niece, Jasmine, and we want to show up for you. You ready for this? It's Monday, and we back. We here. I am stoked for today. Um, just wanted to remind you guys that every Monday we come out with new episodes. Um, you can listen on Apple Podcasts, um, on Spotify, just about every platform you can find podcasts on. We are there. So we just wanted to give a little reminder, share it with your friends. Also follow us on Instagram. Um, we want to hear from you guys and that's the best place um, that we can get in contact and interact with you guys. But Today, our topic was brought to you guys by the best auntie in the world, who I'm trying to make America's favorite auntie and the world's favorite auntie. But tell us about what we're talking about today. Today. So y'all, if you grew up in a um, household of color, this sounds real familiar. (laughs) But today we are talking about grown folks business. Grown folks business. And as you guys know, we are creating a platform where we're talking about things that even though this is a super fun topic, we're talking about things that um, maybe we like went through as kids. And is it worth addressing now? Like, mm-hmm. can we sort it out? And this happens to be something that I experienced as a kid. And now I'm a mom and I can't use that line. <laughs> like it was used on me so many times. So, yes. grown folks business. Have you ever been told to stay out of grown folks business? Just about my whole life. <laughs> <laughs> so much. Uh, yeah. I was a kid who, I would, I call it intuitive and oh curious <laughs> and others called it nosy. Right. right. <laughs> and so I often um, was, had this term, always mm-hmm. been like, it's none of your business. This is grown folks business. Exit the room. Mm-hmm. You don't need to be here. Or right. You're being nosy. Mm-hmm. You don't need to know any of this. Right. So I was heavily, heavily involved in that. As a okay. Kid. Have you heard this one? So my auntie used to say this, like she'd be talking or they, you know, the, the aunties would be talking and they turn around to you and they go, what I have for lunch? Uh, and I'm like, I don't know. And then they go, well, you're all in my mouth. You should know. And I'm like, oh. Shots fired. <laughs> pew, pew, right? Like that. Have you heard yes, that? <laughs> yes. I don't know what that means. Right. What did you have? Let me smell your breath. I don't know what you have for lunch. Right. But that's the kind of stuff, right? Or stay at a grown folks business. Mm-hmm. Or like we were told to be seen and not heard. Mm-hmm. Right? Wow. So like if you happen to have to be in the room, you better look busy or pretend that none of these yes. words trigger you mm-hmm. because now you're going to get in trouble mm-hmm. because what happens in this house stays in this house and you better not, right? Mm-hmm. So I laugh at that, but I actually like struggle with it as a parent <laughs> <laughs> because, because I understand why it was said to me as a child, um, but I also struggled with, like, like you said, curiosity. Like there are some times I don't care about your business. I want to know what that word means because it's intriguing to me. Yeah. And... It, it, you know, now I have a, I have a six-year-old who wants to know everything. Mm. And then I have a four-year-old who will piece everything together. Yeah. And so I'm like, okay, this is, this is weird. Cause I could very well be like, stay out of grown folks business. You don't need to know because I said so. Mm-hmm. That doesn't work in 2021. Nope. Okay. Because if I don't tell them, YouTube will. <laughs> or their teachers yeah. or yep. their friends from school who, right. 
who have other resources. So you guys, like I said, this is a fun topic for us, um, but it can be very serious. So I'm, I'm ready for it. Um, I always had to just ask like, what is grown folks business? Like, do, do we need to know grown folks business? Like, do you need to know grown folks business? Yes, you do. <laughs> I, I, me, I do. But yes you, and no. You, 25-year-old you? 25-year-old me is for sure like, excuse me, because we mm-hmm. live in the age of information now. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I can't understand, you know, when I was growing up, how there was moments that I, there was things that I didn't necessarily need to know, mm-hmm. um, which is fair. I think also like grown folks business is so subjective. It's subjective to who, you know, the parent is or Mm -hmm. the family situation um, or dynamic, I should say, not situation. Um, So I think that it is like very subjective. But, um, you know, speaking about it now, I would say the more involved you as I I will speak from the child's point of view, as Mm -hmm. I am a child and I'm the I'm the oldest grandchild. So I'm the oldest of all my siblings. Right. I have to know a lot more right. than my other siblings do. Okay, yeah, I could see that. You know, because right. it's like if I'm... Oh, well, you're the free babysitter. Exactly. <laughs> like, I'm like, listen, you guys, my, I put in work <laughs> there. You might as well put it on my resume. Oh, my But, God. you know, there are just like certain things that you need to know, whether that's, I think, something that heavily gets brought up, um, I will say, like, in the black community is... Um, health issues are often something that's like hidden Mm -hmm. or like you know kept from family members or um, even just like extended family things but I say all that to say of like as I was the oldest kid like I needed to know things about my siblings like whether they were you know Mm -hmm. didn't feel well or how did she respond to this or how does he respond to this and so something that um you know maybe telling a 10 year old didn't make sense at the time but if I'm given a a responsibility that's bigger than being a 10 year old yeah if that makes sense it does I do need to know those things and so I would say it is subjective but I think that there are times when withholding information or calling your kid at ear hustler or you know trying to like skate them out the room it's actually going to do more harm than it's going to do good because as you mentioned earlier they're going to go find it somewhere else or they're going to your, your kid will be more curious that's what I was Mm -hmm. so I would be secretive I would be sneaky I would find any other way to find out all the business that you're excluding me from right or I'll manipulate you and I'll ask you something you know in relation to probably what you were talking about but you didn't know right you know what I mean so I made the workaround because you just wouldn't be direct with me right and now I'm in a freaking rabbit hole right Mm -hmm. um I think you're right I agree I feel like um as kids no no, kids don't need to learn to know grown folks' business. You were a, a special kind of 10-year-old. So any regular 10-year-old, no. Go um, watch Cartoon Network. I don't right. know. What do they have these days? But, like, for us, Cartoon Network. But, um, you know, so no. A, a normal 10-year-old that didn't have that much responsibility does not need to know all the inner workings in the household. Um, yeah. That's just, you know, but you were given a lot of responsibility. Um, So I say as kids, no, but it makes me ask like, but what curiosity, what are you, what time or space are you creating for that curiosity? So Mm. you talk about curiosity. I talk about curiosity because even though you hear these words, no matter if we're intrigued because they mean 
you know, anything else where we're, we're intrigued more so because we want to learn, right. not because we want to judge the person you're gossiping about. Like mm-hmm. we don't care yeah. about Susie down the street. We just want to know, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, um, I think what I, what I wanted as a child is to be given that space so that my curiosity didn't make me feel silly. Yeah. So, um, like I got in trouble for talking back a lot mm-hmm. and I grew this fear of talking because I think that back in the day, anything that you said after an adult said something was talking back, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. When I had legitimate questions, you might not have liked the question, but you said something to me and I didn't understand it. Mm-hmm. And now you're angry because you wanted the conversation to be over. And this is the same era that was like, because I said so, you know, yeah, that doesn't, that's not enough for me mm-hmm. as a child. Yes. There's a, there's an amount of obedience. I owe all the obedience, you know, to my parents, but as I get older, I'm going to be curious. So my question would have been is like, what atmosphere are we creating for that curiosity? Mm. You know? Yeah. Um, so just like you, you know, I have, um, two older sisters, one outside the home, one inside the home. She's very sick. Um, she had diabetes and, um, then I have a twin and I have a younger sister. So there's four girls. My mom worked a lot. Um, I laugh about this, but like we used to have to um, rotate and take turns going to the hospital with my older sister. Mm-hmm. So there were times that I didn't go to school because my older sister needed to go to the hospital. One specific morning, it was like senior senior day for me at school. And um my other two sisters left the house before I did, which means I was like the last one out. Therefore, I had to go if there was a, you know, if there was a reason my sister needed to go to the hospital, mm-hmm. I had to go. And so um, sure enough, I get up and I'm like heading out the door and nope, I'm riding an ambulance. I'm going to go to the hospital, right? Missing out on senior day. Mm-hmm. So I said that to say, though, in that situation, I did know the things. I'm a teenager, but I'm acting as a guardian mm-hmm. for my older sister so that I can report back to mom when mom gets off work why there needed to be a doctor's appointment or a specific hospital visit. So in that case, yes, I know grown folks business. Yeah. But what's hard is I need, I also am going to be curious and have, I want the space and atmosphere to ask more questions, not to just be told direct us. Mm-hmm. So if you tell me what to say to her doctor, or if you tell me what to report back to you, when, you know, what, whatever triggers I want to know why too, so I can make sense of it. That way I can better relay the message. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So just like you, they're specific. We were different children. So the normal, you know, the normal 10 year old, the normal teenager wouldn't need to know all those things Mm -hmm. in this case. Yeah. So I get what you're saying about it being situational. Um, yeah. Yeah. And I think it, you know, it's about like properly preparing you for the world or preparing you for the realities that you're operating in. Right. Right. And so I think that it's with projecting onto youth or younger people of like stay out of grown folks business, you could potentially be giving them a false reality about certain things, you know, whether it's about finances, whether it's about relationships or just life lessons in general, or, you know, what success looks like in failure. Um, you know, that's like something that is like common in our household and we make jokes about it, but it's, uh, um, it's fine. (sighs) It's fine. We're all fine. Don't worry about it. 
So in, that's an indirect way of saying, just stay out of it. Don't worry about it. You know what I'm thinking about? Mm. The meme when like, it's like the whole room is on fire. And yeah. It's like, it's fine. I'm fine. Everything's fine. Or you're like the little girl, like in front of the thing. Right. Everything's <laughs> on fire. House. Yes. With the burning house. And like, <laughs> like, well, that's how I still feel all the time. But uh, like, no, that's so real. But also you hadn't mentioned about like being seen and feeling heard. And I was thinking about this is that we live in a world where people are dehumanized, Mm. like just being really honest and just also devalued. Their word is not valued Mm -hmm. in spaces. So if it's cultivated in a, in your home that your words are valued Mm -hmm. and that you are seen like that will then turnover when when you go into the world and when you actually have to be in that like big business that you need to heavily be involved in instead of like looking blindly of like I don't know how to navigate any of this or I'm confused because I don't feel like I have the confidence to Mm -hmm. speak up about business that is now mine well then that that's actually like that leads me to my next question is like well when when do you when is the stage that you've opened up you know grown folks business to your kids Like, at what point do you stop hiding information from them? You know, you speak about, you know, preparing them for the world or even just even just preparing them to um, withhold knowledge, not withhold, but um, hold or maintain knowledge and know how to distribute that. When would that happen? Does there have to be a sign of maturity? Does there have to be, you know, because you're also you have to be general because you're speaking from a a 10 year old who had more responsibility than the average 10 year old. Yeah. Um, I definitely would say um, you brought up maturity. I would say maturity is huge. Um, that's something that in my own family, I'll speak from my experiences, that that's something that I noticed that um, the more maturity that you showed, mm-hmm. the more that um, my family was comfortable sharing certain information. Mm-hmm. But um, what happened, I had an experience that happened with me that, you know, my, I have a blended family and some information got thrown in my face as um like a jab at me wow and I actually didn't end up knowing what was being told to me I thought the person that shared this with me was a liar I called him a liar I was like you are an absolute like liar wow why would why would you say something like that why Mm -hmm. would you throw that in my face and so then I brought it to another family member and it became an ordeal Mm it became a sit-down talk and a sit-down conversation. And I was in high school at this point, but I was so confused why there was so much secrecy Mm. that was cultivated in my life because in my head, I'm like, this could have easily been solved and not found out like this if somebody just would have been honest with me because it what hurt me more was the way that it was thrown at me rather than um I could have found this out and you shared this with me at this age in my life because I was ready for it I knew how to prepare for it I'd have these conversations in school about Mm -hmm. what these things look like Mm -hmm. um and so I think it's the level how what I would say is that it's the level of maturity where somebody can be you know readily prepared but also like where they're going in their life as well like all of my siblings, we've all taken um, different paths, which is like super awesome. We all have like so many different dynamics, which mm-hmm. is cool. But, um, you know, each of us needed something different 
we needed information known to us about different, like, um, you know, I went to college, my brother went into the military, um, I have two younger sisters, and so the, both of them were still in high school, and so each of us needed something different at different moments in our life, mm-hmm. and sometimes I felt like information was clumped together for all of us at the same time, whereas I felt like that might have been too soon for one of my younger sisters and hindered my growth or vice versa, you know, different kind of things or like, you know, my sister might have needed to know that sooner, but I was way past that kind of thing. So I hope that made a little bit of sense. It it does. It does because I feel like there can be um, um, almost a disservice when we withhold that information. Like, um, we still have adults that their parents were not, they didn't prepare their children for certain things. Mm-hmm. And guess what? They bring them into relationships, right? Yeah. Um, my husband, you know, told me that he didn't even get the talk of like, you know, the birds and the bees. Yeah. And I think that's very important, yeah. right? Because that matters. And so maybe, and I don't know the reason that he didn't get that, but maybe it was because they, you know, his parents were trying to save him from, from something, or yeah. maybe they were, they thought that they were like preventing a thought or they didn't want to bring it up and then have him like, go be curious and take that information and run, run with it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. But then you got to think about it now, later on that, that takes a toll because you're withholding it for, and then it's like, well, why are you withholding it? Is it for you or yeah. is it for them? Mm-hmm. Right. And so, um, I have to think about it. So as a kid, I, um, like I brought up before, like I needed to, my mom had, my mom told me when I was younger, she says, you are very smart, but you need to learn how to, um, you need to learn when to be quiet. Mm. And so for me, I had to learn how to form my words. I had to learn how to communicate when to say the things just because there was something that needed to be said, didn't mean it needed to be said right now. Mm. Right. Mm -hmm. So that got me in a lot of trouble. Um, so my, my goal was to like, fix that. And so I think that had a lot to do with what information I was given. Mm-hmm. Right. And so now though, I'm a mom and I have, I have small kids. Yeah. And one day, you know, I'll have to tell them the really, really serious things, but, um, here's where they trip me out. I have a six-year-old girl and a four-year-old boy and we thought we were slick. We would spell everything that we didn't want the kids to know. Yeah. My six-year-old has been understanding us since she was two, and it creeps me out. <laughs> and it, and like, you know what I mean? Yeah. And so now we try to say we do it for for my son, mm-hmm. um, because my daughter's like, yeah, I already know. Mm-hmm. And so now we're like, Shh, please don't say anything. Like we're like we we have she's right. she's joined our team, right? And so you're we're in now, the pack we're now, now. We're in, you're in the pack now because we know you understand what we're spelling. Mm-hmm. Um, but now my son has caught on. But here's what he did. We were in Target one day and he's like, mom, um, may I have a T.O.I.? And I said, what? <laughs> and he's like, can I can I pick one of the T.O.I.S.? And I was like, <laughs> who are you? So my husband, my husband, we at first we didn't notice it because we always spelling things out. And uh, my husband was like, what? And my son goes, T-O-I-S, toys. <laughs> he punked y'all. And I was like, ouch. Yeah. Go pick whatever you want, son. You deserve it at this point, right? But it was my small example of understanding that, okay, 
now spelling and hiding that from you won't work. Mm -hmm. You figured me out. Mm -hmm. So in this position, now I need to reach a different stage of how to, what what information do I give you that you actually need? And then what do I gauge that you don't? So when you, when, when we talk about, you know, when do we stop hiding information from kids, um, on a lighter note, they can, they can read what you're saying. Don't trip on a serious note though. Um, I also struggle with my kids being misinformed at school. Yeah. All right. So I'm going to lay it out. My kids go to public school and um, I absolutely like love it. But I understand that we live in an area that isn't well um, educated on African-American culture. Mm-hmm. Right. And so while they were celebrating Black History Month, mm-hmm. one of the teachers told my daughter that Martin Luther King, Malcolm X, and um, it was one other person. Rosa because, Parks? Was it Rosa Parks? I'm not, I'm not sure, but it yeah. was like, you know how they stick to their like main black people, yes. right? Let's yes. be honest. But he told my daughter that these people sacrificed their life for the African-American culture. <laughs> my daughter immediately was like, oh my God, is this like the Avengers? Like, did they pull the Tony Stark? Right. Like, you know what I mean? Right. Like, so she, we're all alive and so thriving. We're, we're, we're right. But so in her mind, mm-hmm. she's like, they chose this. Yeah. They chose to die so that we could be free. And I said, no, 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 no. Hold up. Mm-hmm. So she comes home with this definition and I'm like, no, ma'am. Yeah. Let me lay it out. And at that point, I have to be real. I have to give her, of course, a less graphic version, but I have to be real about what it would really happen. No, they didn't want to die. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> they didn't, they didn't like fall on their swords, ma'am. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But they're my, that's what my kids are being taught. Mm-hmm. So in that case, I can no longer hide that information. Mm-hmm. I have to give you the graphics. I have to kind of like puncture. <laughs> so let's note this. Yes. Um, if you guys hear the background music, um, we are based in Seattle and um, Seattle likes to party. So you guys are going to get some background music while we're recording. Yeah, <laughs> and that's and that's just that. <laughs> and then it gets louder. But right. so um, but so anyway, um, that's what I had to realize is now, even with my six and four year old where I might not have gotten this conversation until later in life. Yeah, I'm having to to. Um, share that information a lot sooner. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. For you, like when, you know, we're talking about understanding at some point, your son, he knew what the word was, you know, your daughter, she went to school and she came home and was like, wait, this is different. This is Mm -hmm. something. So it, you know, it comes to understanding, like, what did that, what did that process look like for you when you started understanding what was happening in that grown folks business? Wow. Um, I realized it was a lot. Um, for me, like, like I said, me being let in on everything had a lot to do with like my sister being sick. That's when like, I feel like we had to step up as adults and things like that. Um, and I've had my experiences where I've had to like learn more than I should know as a child. Mm -hmm. Um, but too, I'll say it like this, like too much knowledge can be scary. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because even though you, you're you trying to help me by telling me everything, um, I don't even have the emotions to prepare for that. Right. Um, I remember my mother and father like had a rough relationship. Mm-hmm. So I remember learning 
the truth about that mm -hmm. as a young child. And it was like mind blown. Like that ruined everything for me. Yeah. Right. And I think I could have gone longer without knowing that, mm -hmm. um, knowing the information that my sister, you know, my sister who, um, she was, she's had, she was, she was diagnosed with diabetes at the age of five and she passed away. Um, but she, um, she passed away a few years ago, but having to know what I knew about her, it was a lot, but it was informative. I remember having to learn how to test sugars. I remember having to learn what her glucose you know, level was. I remember yeah. having to learn, you know, um, what it meant for her to be high or low and what we needed to prepare for her. If in case she was comatose, like I knowing that stuff, it was scary, but it was so helpful. Yeah. So for me, you know, when I'm starting to understand, I don't know that the people in my life knew how to prepare me emotionally. Yeah. I'm appreciative that they gave me the information. I don't know that they knew how to support me emotionally and say, hey, I know this is a lot. And I know that this might make you sad, that this is what you'll have to do in case this happens. Mm -hmm. um, and, and so that was hard. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. It's so fascinating because that phrase was both said to us, but the responses or all the things that came after it was mm -hmm. very different, you know, mm -hmm. in our experiences. Cause for me, I felt like I lacked so much information. Wow. Nothing like, you know, I spoke earlier about like having responsibilities, which I did, mm -hmm. you know, but it was like, um, what is the bare minimum, bare minimum to know, to operate and to do it at like a decent level mm -hmm. kind of thing. And so, um, it wasn't until probably I was in high school that I think I was just starting to learn about the world. I was getting more curious. I was, you know, I, I share this often, but like that was a very like click moment that I was like, the world is bigger than my hometown or things that I just mm. like know, you know? So That's like huge. I started like asking more questions and, mm -hmm. you know, as I mentioned earlier, like some really big information that shook my life was thrown in my face. And so that I was like, oh, I'm questioning everyone all of you y'all gonna get this smoke here and tell me like you know you I said was, I don't trust nobody not nobody what is absolutely not because I was like where where because at this point I'm like where has that gone anybody you haven't genuinely benefited from this mm. by me not not knowing because now we're in a predicament where all of us are cornered in together and that does not feel good but see, they probably thought they were benefiting from it. And I think that's what we're forgetting. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because yeah. you were, we're talking about our elders or our, or our um, guardians, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Parents keeping or informing us. And once upon a time, they actually thought this was the right thing to do. Yeah. And then, yeah, like you said, it blew up in their face. Mm -hmm. But for some reason, for a very long time, you thought this was okay. And that was, that was kind of selfish. Yeah. But I... You know, do we blame them? Like maybe they weren't ready to deal with your response. Yeah. Oof. Okay. You know what I mean? Okay, ma'am. So because I'm saying that, <laughs> like, Ooh, I have good. to look at the other side because yeah. I don't, like I said, I don't, I don't remember having the support of the emotional support and I can't blame anybody. Right. I just don't know that they knew how to do that. Mm -hmm. Right. Like, yeah. I don't know that they knew how to be present for me. And what that tells me is how much time have you had to prepare for this? Have you had the counseling or the guidance that you needed to prepare for this? Mm -hmm. You know, now we got pamphlets on how to have the sex talk with your children, right? right? There's right. a YouTube, there's YouTubes and stuff on mm -hmm. it, but like that wasn't always the case. Yeah. So you got to think of like how nerve wracking it would have been as a parent to say, Hey, 
when the stick goes in the, I mean, you know what I mean? Right. Like, how do you, how many metaphors can we come up with? There's emojis for things now. Like, come on. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Don't, don't have a sex talk with your kids do like that. that. Anyways. Puppets, like right? hand puppets. Right? <laughs> so, okay. Well, you bring up a good point and I kind of like, I want to know, like, is it more, so we're talking about like withholding or not withholding information. Mm. When is a good time? You know, how much maturity needs to be present for the information to flow. Mm -hmm. Um, Can we now consider too much information or a certain kind of information taking the innocence of a child or affecting children and like their, not even their maturity, but like Mm -hmm. their playfulness, their like, their youth, their youth. Yeah. Yeah. Their youthfulness. Yeah. We, I have this conversation with you a lot. I don't have children. You have two beautiful children that I love so much. (laughs) But, um, you know, in the wake of the year, I've had a lot of conversations with friends, um, some who are parents, some who are not parents. And um, I had a talk with my best friend who has a daughter. And we had talked about what do you share with your kids at what point in life? Mm. And so I had shared with her that... As a black woman in America, mm-hmm. I had to be told a lot more than I'm sure in any other race in America. Yeah, absolutely. You know, like, I'm just going to be so honest. And so her and I were just talking about, like, I do believe that there is a level um, of innocence that can be taken if exposed too early. But also we have to remember, we live in the age of information. Yeah, so whether you want your child, and this is just my personal opinion, whether you want your child's innocence taken or not, like it, there's such a high potential for that to happen if mm-hmm. you don't know what's actually going on in their life. And so we're talking about being present. We're talking about making them feel seen and heard. We're talking about, you know, all of these things that are going to happen. And for, I feel like innocence to be, um, or you also use the word youthfulness mm-hmm. to be um, upheld in a way is if that space like is created otherwise, I think that, that that's going to get snatched. And mm. it's going to get snatched quick because if it's not coming from you, whatever that conversation may look like, it's going to come from somewhere else. And But I do believe that, you know, there is a balance, but it also depends on like your context. Like, where are you in the world? We, you know, live in a place to where there is we are the minority. Mm-hmm. There is not many other people of color around us. So we have to have these conversations with one another. You right. know, I watch you have them, you know, with your kids to be like, yeah, you, you know, tell your daughter, don't let that girl touch your hair. Or if you walk out the house with your hood on, this is going to happen or this is yeah. how something is going to respond. And so I, although I don't have children, that's it's something that I think about often of like, how is it that I um, prepare myself to not um, snatch that youthfulness from them, mm. you know, but also make sure that they're aware of like these, this is your reality. Right. Right. That's, um, that's, that's actually like, I like your, I like all of that. My, what's, what sticks to me and what I could totally agree with is you having that conversation with your, your children instead of letting the world. Yeah. Because that's something I've experienced and struggled with. Mm. Right. Um, I don't want to talk to my six and four year old about racism. I don't. You know why? Because I, first of all, we live in Washington. Yeah. That's that's just it. Yes, our people are out here, but Washington is Washington. Mm-hmm. And so the school that my kids go to, um, 
they don't see a lot of kids like them. So majority of my daughter's friends and my son's friends, they're white. Yeah. Which there's nothing wrong with that. But when they experience um, something or get told something about race or racism, um, they're asking me questions and I have to explain it in a way that doesn't make them walk away and say, all white people are bad. Yeah. Right. And so when I look at how this question is lined up, I have to say, okay, some things, um, they just need to be summarized. Mm. The kids don't need the whole scope. I could very well say, I could lay out everything, right, um, about Juneteenth. And I could lay out everything about slavery, Tulsa, Oklahoma. I could do it all. Um, or I can tell my kid and get the same message without making her think that everybody's evil. Yeah. Um, a long time ago, there were some very not nice people. They happen to be white. And the sad thing is there are still some of those people here today. And they did very bad things. Very bad things are still happening in a different way. And that's why we have to be careful with who we are. We have to be proud of who we are. Right. And we have to be careful with what, you know, what we say. Um, that doesn't mean that every white person you meet is this way. Yeah. But I want you to understand what this means when, you know, the, you know, person down the street, because it's a free country and they can say whatever they want to us yeah. and things can be said in front of my children and comments can be made. I want my kids to understand that just happens to be an ignorant yeah. person. Yeah. Right. Um, that, that, that's what that is. So I have to be careful because also kids have selective hearing. <laughs> so true. Right. Yeah. So I could, and, and I truly think if I told my daughter and son those or they'd understand it, yeah. but I have to remember their attention spans are so short. They're like the, the attention span of a commercial. Right. Mm -hmm. So if I don't summarize this and give you the pointers, then they're not going to get it. Mm -hmm. But if I can say there are bad people, there's, there's bad people of every color. Mm -hmm. Right now we're dealing with a certain group and we need to watch out for that and pray for them. Yeah. So mommy wants you to be safe and no, you can't go to this place and no, you can't go spend the night at this person's house. And no, I don't, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, that's, that's just the truth. So for me, like I said, when it comes to them, summary, not the whole scope. Yeah. They're over it after a few seconds anyway. Mm -hmm. um, but I feel like when what I could appreciate about my parents, my dad was very, very good at like my dad. I feel like he knows like the whole the whole history of L.A. So I'm from L.A. and I lived in California growing up. And my dad has always just been so educated and so informative about things. And most times I'm like, I don't need to know that. Yeah. That's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> too much, too much. That's too much. But what I could appreciate is that somewhere along the line, he thought I was mature enough to tell me. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So, um, it, again, I, I guess it could be situational, you know? I was, as you were talking, I was thinking about like, you know, how sometimes parents will like give you too much detail and use it as like a scary tactic. So it's almost like, I know like we're, we are talking about, you know, like stay out of grown folks business, but like sometimes they're like, oh, you want to know? And then they tell you all the things and you're like, oh, oh right. too much, too much, too much. Like I'm scared, I'm scared. You're like, no, I didn't want to know. You really want to know where babies <laughs> come from? Right. And you're like, here's the whole video. Like, no, 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 no. no. ask no. for that. Um, oh my gosh. But that just, I don't know why that made me 
think of that but <laughs> has that ever happened though have you ever like been yes okay <laughs> there were I got way too you guys excited. see her face it was like wait <laughs> like what <laughs> share but, with us what happened Jess um <laughs> I'm too embarrassed to even say it no let's just say it's along the same lines of like I wanted to know where babies come from and oh then I had God. too much detail and I'm like I didn't need to know right I that's didn't. what you'll be doing like, right like, I'm like that sounds uncomfortable <laughs> you know what I mean who would like, do that I'm 25 and still like oh pushing out a baby I don't know about that people that's, right that's scary and I've died twice yeah. no anyways uh, I'll bring it back <laughs> sorry I veered off I went far away but sometimes that happens <laughs> okay so then okay I'm gonna actually what made me think about what, I, what I'm now thinking about is earlier you brought up a serious um subject and you don't have to go deeper into it if you don't want to but you brought up a family member telling you um something and and using it as a jab mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. and now it sounds like that person did that to hurt you but it also brings up the point of like was there ever intentionally or not intentionally yeah um did you ever struggle with information being withheld from you so like for me i'm looking at okay was there ever a um time that somebody was dealing with something mm-hmm. and all you know is you just showed up to the funeral yeah. and you didn't know right or was there a time that um there was something going on current events and you didn't know, you know what I mean? Like, I think I remember, and I forgot what earthquake it was, but like in LA, like we just were told to hide under this like desk. Mm. And my mom didn't really tell us all the information until we watched the news later, but it was like, just do what I say. Yeah. And just, you know what I mean? Yeah. Just do what I say and, and, and go run for cover. But like, we're panicking. We're like, I want to know. Yeah. Right. And so we don't know the whole scope. You know what I mean? Um, and so later it was kind of like, now I got trust issues <laughs> because I felt it. Something happened, but you're not telling me the whole story. Right. Mm-hmm. So has anything like that ever happened? Um, yeah. You know, I, I hate to say it, but I think that's a really big reality in my life. Um, I am... I'm curious. I've always been curious. That's just been a thing. And it's, and I think some people just want information just to know. Mm -hmm. Um, But I know my, who I am and the kind of personality I have. I need information for understanding in regards to how I operate in spaces. Mm -hmm. That's, that's why I need information. Not saying that that needs to be everybody, but that's just how I work in my life. Yeah. Right. And so I've had multiple instances where I've found out information through Facebook online. Oh my God. Where it's something that I thought was a family matter or a private matter. Mm -hmm. And then, but yet publicly everybody knows. And I find out at the same time, talk about insulting. Wow. Like that's hard. Just making me not to be rude, but I'm like, I'm not, I'm not average Yeah. in that situation, yeah. you know, for myself. I was like, this is not something how I wanted to find out. Mm-hmm. And so it has in my life created a domino effect of so many trust issues in the way that's even, and I'll be very honest, like recently I got into school and um, I'm pursuing my master's and I told a select few people and I didn't tell anyone, anybody else. Mm. 
And in my head, I justified it of like, I'm just I'm getting a feel for it. I'm not sure, you know, all of these things. But it ended up me jabbing back at people withholding information from me. Mm. So it was my response to having information wow. withheld from me because it's like, well, look who's the grown up now and can do the same thing that everybody else did to me no, my whole entire didn't. life. Petty. <laughs> petty Murphy. Listen. I call me Petty Murphy. I'll take, I'm just kidding. No, I don't want that. But it's like, that's something that I didn't um, realize that me being having information withheld from me or things not being shared with me or secrets being you know right. kept from me because like I am 25 I pay my own bills I live in my own home all the things yeah what more would I need to do right in my head what more do I need to do to be included in you know conversation mm. and at what point at, at this point it's like okay you're not saving me from anything there's right. no, you're not, you're not like, because like, if I have to deal with the death, mm-hmm. if I have to deal with somebody being sick, um, if I have to deal with the complexity and, um, a dynamic that we're walking into, whether it's friendships, family relationships or whatever, I'm going back to my own home and dealing it with it by myself. I'm not right. underneath anybody's roof anymore. Who all over there? Right. I, listen, that's what, that's the biggest question. Who all over there? I deserve to know. Mm-hmm. FaceTime me and show me. Right. <laughs> Say less. But that, that, no, that's, a, that's really good because I am old enough, you know, even you as a, I am old enough to know and mm-hmm. ask those questions. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I could see how that like, you know, makes, raises issues. Um, for me, like I remember my dad, um, my dad actually like knew, a, he knows a lot of people and um, he's always connected somewhere, somehow. He's super friendly. Um, so he had done, I want to say it was like uh, 10 or 12 years ago. He had done some work. He's a landscaper. He did some work on like the Watts Towers or something. And during that, there was some kind of press conference and he met a journalist. And apparently he had told the woman, hey, my daughter is um, a mass comm major. And I'm sure he was just super proud. And he was like, can I have her call you so you can mentor her? And so she was like, sure. So she gave him her number and he comes to me and he's like, write this number down. And so I'm writing the number down and he's like, call this lady and say A, B, and C. And so I was like, oh, okay, what's her name? And he's like, don't worry about it. And I was like, wait, why? Mm-hmm. And he's like, and I said, well, who is she? Don't worry about it, just call her. And I'm like, why not worry about it? Like, why, why are you making this so hard? Yeah. So, and then he's like, I'm like, can you give me more information? And he's like, just do what I'm telling you to do. Mm-hmm. And in his mind, he thought that he was like surprising me or setting up this magical connection, which would have been great if you would have just given me the information. But he wanted the element of surprise. Yeah. Long story short, I was like, no, I'm not doing it because I didn't understand what your motive was. And I also, I don't even know who I'm calling. What, do you, what am I going to say? Like, I don't want to, I want to prepare myself and I don't want to sound silly on the phone with whoever this is. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. his if I understand his side correctly, he was wanting to do have this sweet gesture. For all I know, it was a donut lady down the street. I don't know who it right. was. You're not telling me. So yeah. how do I approach this? And so even though that's a small example, when he would do stuff like that, I then would like have trust issues of like, you want, you want me to just do the thing and accept the surprise but I need all the information. And if you can't give me all the information, I completely accept that I will not benefit from this thing that you are setting me up to get. And that's kind of scary, right? Because yeah. I could miss out on things. 
But then I'm like, who, who in their right mind would step into anything with, you know what I mean? Like <laughs> blindfolded, like, I love you, but I don't trust you like right. that. But that, like that to me, I was like, why am I not allowed all the information? Yeah. But there were parts of me he still saw as a child mm -hmm. and he was just like, you don't need to know all that. And I'm like, but why? Mm -hmm. And then he's frustrated because I'm asking and I'm like, oh man, like mm -hmm. I give up. Okay. Question for you. Uh -oh. You were grown, grown at that point. At that point. Yeah. When that happened. So what would you do if as an 18 year old year in your head, you're like, I'm grown. I want to be respected as an adult, but I'm being treated like a child. Like you said, Ooh. what do you do as that 18 year old? Okay. So I'm, I'm going to stick with what I just said. Cause I totally believe it. Mm -hmm. I have to accept the consequences that I don't decide to engage in. So in that instance, or even in anywhere, I'm being treated like a child, but I, I see myself as an adult or at one point, you, you know, I'm being seen as an adult. Mm -hmm. um, like if it's situational, like give me, give me an example. Like, am I, um, am I being treated as an adult and then sometimes I'm being treated as a child? So is it inconsistent? Yes. Okay. Yes. Then that, I, okay, that's that makes exactly more sense. in my head. Like, you know, you're, you went off to college. Mm hmm you're living your college life, you're paying your bills, you're handling your things, you come home mm -hmm. and you're a kid mm -hmm. and you're being treated like a kid. But yet sometimes we go out to eat and I'm covering my bill. Yeah. No, and, I want to be a kid like, for real, for real. Right. Right. <laughs> because I'm like, you, you want this car note too? So it's like... <laughs> <laughs> right. So in that case, I, I completely understand. And that's so challenging mm -hmm. because... You, you spent so many years, parent, guardian, whoever this is, right? You spent so many years sewing into me and making me the adult. Do you not trust me as a semi-adult now? Or are you, is it just hard for you to let go, mm -hmm. right? And then on my end, it's up to me to present myself as an adult and create those boundaries. So if I'm being spoken to as a child, am I a adult that's benefiting off of the other adult therefore yeah you need to be you, it's okay that you get treated like a child right right or am i adult that like you said i am paying my way and i'm doing my own thing but i'm being treated like a child okay i have boundaries and i'm asking that those be respected yeah but at the same time i'm gonna go back to something my mom told me a long time when we were younger two grown women can't live in the same house with that very much <laughs> what that tells me is you got two grown people, there's going to be some differences. Yeah. And her thing was because she has all girls. So as we got to a certain age, yeah, we were like, I'm an adult now. Mm -hmm. Okay, then I'm going to treat you like an adult. Yeah. And if you want to be an adult so bad, accept these adult consequences mm -hmm. or go back to a child's place. And so that's a decision you have to make. You know what I mean? And if that's something you can't do, that's a you problem. That don't got nothing to do with me. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. And so even with that, you know, um, I, I also like to say, you know, before I'm a, before I'm, I'm your daughter, I'm a woman mm -hmm. before you're my mom, you're a woman. So we're two, we're two women, just like, you know, you approaching any other adult mm -hmm. after you get to a certain age, whatever adult in your life, they disrespect you enough. They disrespect you enough. I'm a woman first. Mm-hmm. You're coming for me real hard, yeah. right? Before I'm your daughter, before I'm your cousin, before I'm your sister, before I'm your granddaughter, before I'm your neighbor, before I'm your, I am a woman. Yeah. And I feel disrespected. 
and I am going to now react as a woman that feels disrespected and we're going to deal with the child part later. Right. So that's up to you to walk in and act in. But you you have the I feel like you have the, the voice and the responsibility to create and communicate that boundary and deal with those consequences however you see fit. Because like you said before, you could come home. Now, if you, if, if, if after you argue with your grown adult parent and, and you, you go into the, to the bedroom down the hall, that's a problem. <laughs> and that's your business. And that's your business. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. That's, that's going to be a different argument. Mm-hmm. Don't, don't mm-hmm. yell at your parent like you're an adult and you still under their roof. Right. You know, are you under their roof paying rent for that room <laughs> right. or are what you are living the, free? Like what are the yeah. stipulations or the specs exactly. of it? Kind of? Yeah. Exactly. So I hope y'all taking notes because she just feels <laughs> on fire. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Why are we like this? Why are we like this? But it's true. Like those, I mean, those are literally rules I live by. Yeah. One day, my six-year-old girl, she's going to be old enough to tell me what she does and what she doesn't want. Yeah. And I'm going to say, oh my God, that's so great. But when it's coming out of my check, I need say so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, I'll give you a vote. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. But when you decide to purchase your own things, very little I could tell you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and that doesn't go towards controlling somebody. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I understand the way my mom did. My mom had four girls. She had to stretch some things. Yeah. So I don't, we didn't always get our way. Right. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And I felt bad for her. She had to deal with four menstrual cycles. Man, I'm <laughs> telling you, having, oh my Lord, three in our home. It was poor guy. My poor stepdad. Oh my God. He's fine though. that's his business okay so so, okay so then here's something that i think about now 2021 right um like you were saying before this is the age of information we actually can't afford to have like grown folks business like we can't afford to like leave things out to like withhold information Mm -hmm. because a lot of things are happening. We have to be more exposed. Yeah. Because like I said, our kids are going to get it. They're getting, they're being, we are literally at this moment fighting for true African-American history to be taught in school. And what are they calling it? Race theory? My Lord. Theory? You know what I mean? So you, you think about that. You think about that and we're looking at like, we have to, we have to expose some things, mm-hmm. you know, and, and like we said earlier, not at the expense of ruining the innocence, because yes, I still want my children to, um, see good people in all color. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, but a, we're looking at people are so vocal about politics now. Mm-hmm. Um, we're having to be, we're having to inform our children because even, even with politics, we have, groups that are merging that we might not equally agree with. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, so I'm wanting my children to understand I've taken my kids to plenty of protests. Mm-hmm. And so when I see though, that these protests are being either hijacked or merged, I have to let them know we don't, that's not what we're fighting for right now. Yeah. This is what we want. Mm-hmm. Right. Or we don't necessarily want the organization. We want the phrase we want that. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. And so explaining that to them, I have to give them more information or um, even like going towards just uh, my example earlier about the history so that when they go to school, they're not being told 
that, you know, there were just black historic leaders that were like putting themselves on the cross like Jesus. Like that's right. not, that's, that was not Two their assignment. Very different stories. That's not their assignment, but yeah. that's what my, that's what my daughter is being told. Yeah. Right. Um, you know, another thing is like, um, my daughter, uh, one class she had, they spent literally the entire class session making her memorize the Star Spangled Banner. And I was like, it's 2021. Are we not aware of what that means? And why are we teaching? The, you know what I mean? Yeah. And so having to teach my child, no, I'm not going to go through all the lyrics with you, but I'm going to tell you that song is not for us. Mm -hmm. That song is not for you. That song spoke so negatively about you and people that look like you. Yeah. So that is not a song that we can happily sing. That song was not written for us. Mm -hmm. Right. So in, in this age, we are having to be so, so exposed. Yeah. Have you thought about that? And it's not even in a matter of like you having kids. Mm -hmm. That's, that's, that's your choice. Right. Yeah. But have you thought about like, you're no longer babying these topics. Mm -mm. I, I think about this a lot. A lot, a lot. You know, so many people are like, we had to have a lot of hard conversations this year. No, we did. Mm -hmm. Like, let's let's not put a blanket over it. Let's not make it fluffy. Let's not make it beautiful. I lost friends this year. Right. Multiple friends. Friends that considered me family. Mm -hmm. I lost people so deeply. We cannot afford to not be aware. We cannot afford to be uneducated. We cannot afford to be like, um, well, that doesn't directly impact me, so I don't need to know information about it. Boom. No, 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 no. Just mm -hmm. because you don't think it directly impacts you, does it directly impact the person right next to you? Right. Does it directly impact like somebody, you know, in your circle of influence? Even like, although this example is really small, um, your daughter, who's an angel and who I love, she asked me why I mix. She asked me why, why do why am I the lighter brown? Mm. And I, it was so cool because I, I had yet to have a, a conversation with a tiny human about like, oh my gosh, I have to be able to explain to her why I'm white skinned. Right. My mom is white. My dad is black. We had a whole conversation about it. I showed her pictures mm -hmm. and all the things. And that challenged me to be like, I, one day when I decide to have children or even, and it's not even just children, but there's people in our lives who are so ignorant to certain topics where we do have to explain it to them like they're, like they're children. Yeah. Yes. And, and that's not in an insulting way whatsoever, but no. it's like, if we can make a point of being, you know, we might not necessarily be an expert, but educated enough to where we can explain it simply that a six year old can understand it. And so a 25 year old can understand Absolutely. it and a 30 year old and a 60 year old and whatever. So I think about that a lot of. I need to stay up to date. I need to be readily prepared. Like in you, I'm in your children's lives mm -hmm. all the time. I feel the responsibility to be readily prepared at any moment right. to answer any question because your daughter, she asks these questions because she's curious and she wants to have understanding mm -hmm. because she sees me every day, but she also sees other girls, you know, boys mm -hmm. and girls who look my color too. She right. knows that I'm brown skinned. We can sit and sing brown skin girl together. Mm -hmm. And she's like, I'm, I'm a darker skin color of you, mm -hmm. but you and I are the same kind of thing. Right. You know, and I love that. And I find so much beauty in that. And so I say all that to say, like, I want in my life and I challenge myself to be as educated as I can and intake. If I have access to information, why would I not? 
why would I not, you know, sit and, and take it? Because, you know, some people are like, I just need to put down my phone and feel the vibes. Do you? Sure. Yeah. That's absolutely fine. And I have, have no knock against that as well. But I won't be naive in navigating the world either. Right. Right. Um, no, you're perfectly right. I mean, it's, it's, I, I feel like I have to practice on the small children. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and I, I love what you said about being able to, to explain it. Um, I remember in communication, um, when I was getting my major, getting my degree, the number one rule was when speaking, you have to be able to talk to someone as if they don't know, but don't make them feel stupid. Mm -hmm. And there's a way to do that because like you said, it's no insult to anybody, but I want you to understand what I'm saying. And there's a way to say the thing and then explain what you said without making it seem like they just don't know. And so I've found myself using that um, to, I mean, when me and my husband has to have different conversations where he might've not, might not have experienced the things that I have experienced. Right. Because for him, he grew up in Washington. I grew up in LA. Yeah. I'm used to seeing my people, right. Yeah. He's not as much. And so there were, we had different experiences of racism or different things. And so even explaining to him, I'm having to be open enough, but not in a matter of like, you don't know, because you've never experienced it. Right. Yeah. And so I love what you're saying about that because what I want to be a takeaway in this is, although, like I said, guys, it was fun for us because grown folks business. Yeah. But the reality is like, there's more we need to know these days mm-hmm. and stay at a grown folks business is not, it, it, it doesn't work as well. Yeah. Right. To an extent. Mm-hmm. Right. But it doesn't work as well. So I really do. I really like that. Yeah. I think I love that we're moving in society in a direction that we can have more conversations that we can challenge Mm -hmm. if we're ever in of like, that's not my business. Like now we can articulate in a way, well, I'm in this space with you. So if it's really not my business, I'll exit and we don't have to talk about it ever again. Right. You know, and like, I feel that there is in a way a confidence that is coming with that. And Mm -hmm. I'm I'm hopeful that it continues in that direction. And I'm hopeful that the generation that comes after us, you know, they're like, yeah, we're just going to tell everybody. Like, it's one of those things where you got gossip. You want me to pick up the phone and tell them because it's their business (laughs) and not mine. Like, we're there, folks. We are there. Oh, my goodness. Um, No, this was great. I, um, I, I, I love it. I, um, I really hope that you guys enjoyed this or even this triggered some conversations um we went you know we kind of just went over a span of things but you know that's life that's life and that's our business business. (laughs) um but yeah you know you guys again you know we um our episodes come out every monday and um set your notifications we're here um but give us feedback let us know what you think we'd love to hear from you um from the mamas, you know, how are you being intentional about, um, sharing information with your kids and at what age for those that don't have kids, how do you feel things were shared with you? And was it in a way that impacted you positively or negatively? You know what I mean? Share that with us. Cause we'd love to know. Mm-hmm. Um, we really appreciate you guys listening in on this. Yeah. This episode has been so fun. 
And also, if you are so gracious and so willing, please go ahead and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. That helps us so much. Um, we want to know if you're liking the episodes, if things are going in the right direction, or we're, you're over the topics and we need something juicier. Let us know. Let us know. We okay, want to talk about those too. <laughs> um, so we appreciate you guys so much, and we will see you next Monday. See you guys. <laughs>